Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And of course, we're rejoicing and we're glad in the blessing of the day. Certainly grateful and thankful to have you connecting with us this Monday morning, uh, the last Monday in the month of March. What a joy it is to be able to say that we are alive and well on this Monday morning. Pray and trust that everyone had a good night's rest and that you are excited about the possibilities and the blessings that God has in store for us on this morning. Come on in as you're coming in, by all means, tag, share and speak with others. Uh, and please take a moment to invite others to join us as we get ready for this week's Monday Motivational Moment. Uh, I'm certainly grateful and thankful to have each of you joining us on this morning. We are certainly grateful and thankful to have you connected with us. Elder Quavion Richardson, good morning to you, sir. So glad to see you on. Glad to have you aboard this morning. And uh, certainly grateful. Pray all is well with you and the family. Pastor Willie Gatlin, good morning to you, sir. Thank God for you. So glad to see you on on this morning and pray that all is well. Pastor P, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank God for everybody who's coming in on this morning. And we equally say uh, good morning to the Monday Motivational Moment Podcast Nation, uh, those who are connected to the Monday Motivational Moment uh, via podcast. Good morning to you as well. My brother, Pastor Tracy Lee, good morning to you, sir. Pray all is well with you and the family on this morning. Certainly grateful and thankful and blessed that God has allowed our lives to roll on for just a little while longer. Lamentations chapter 320 says it best. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, have I hope it is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new to us every morning. Sister Tanya, good morning to you. So glad to have you connected with us on this morning. Listen, I, I've, I've got something. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know how to describe um, what the Lord has given me to share with you today. So let's not waste any time. Let's just dive right in. Let's dive right in. Sister Marion, good morning to you. So glad to have you connected with us on this morning. I want to dive right in. It's a very familiar verse in the word of God. Go with me real quick to Philippians chapter one, verse number six. Philippians 1 verse 6. I want to read it 
to you this morning from the English Standard Version of God's Word. There is something there that as many times as I have referenced this passage in preaching uh, or teaching or even have preached from this passage several times, um, there's something that I saw uh, in looking at this particular verse that really I want to impart to us on this morning. Philippians chapter one, verse number six from the English Standard Version says these words. Paul speaks to the church and says, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Now, the one thing that I need us to catch in that verse and hold on to is the fact that according to this verse, he does the work. He does not just start the work. He completes the work. So basically, in this verse, I'm coming to understand that if he started it and he finishes it, I have to rest in his ability to not only start, but to finish my life, my life, simply because here's the thing that I need you to hold on to today and for the rest of your life. Hold on to the fact that your life is simply a masterpiece in the making. You would notice the play on words, masterpiece. We can masterpiece when we realize that he is the master producing the piece. Minister Sonia, good morning to you. So glad to have you joining us on this morning. We can masterpiece when we realize that he is the master that produces our piece. He began the work. He, Paul said, I'm confident. I am persuaded. I am convinced. I am assured that my past, my present, and my future is in good hands because he started it. And because he started it, he will complete it. That basically says to me that there is hope for worry-free living. There is hope for peaceful living. There is hope for powerful living. When I began to realize and hold on to the fact that he started it all, my life began and life began for us as humans when he said in Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and then let him have dominion over everything I've created. Has anybody not seen and caught on to the revelation and the fact that you can have peace in the midst of turmoil when you begin to trust the master creator? You can have peace in the midst of things because so oftentimes life throws things at us that we will never understand. Life will put things in our path that we are so busy trying to find solutions when the solution has already been prepared. 
Remember this now, hold on to the fact that in life, the one who created life already knows the end at the beginning. God already knew what was going to happen with you. God already knew the plan that he had for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 and 12 says it. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Look at this thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope because he has already developed the plan for your life. You can be the masterpiece if you learn how to master peace. So how is this done? Well, according to this verse, it's done in three ways. It's done in three ways. And I want to share these three with you. And then we're going to get going today. How is it done? It's done, first of all, when we learn to realize that according to what Paul says, he presents the plan. He presents the plan. If you look at it there in verse number six, he says, I'm confident. I am assured. I am convinced of the fact that he who began the work, he who began the work immediately, Paul makes it clear that it's not me. It's not us. It's not us who tries to present the plan. And oftentimes this is where we fall short. We are so busy trying to present a plan when in actually all we're doing is reinventing the wheel. May I say that again? In our attempts to present a plan, all we are doing is reinventing the wheel. There is nothing new for us under the sun. So Stephanie, good morning to you. There is nothing new under the sun. God has already designed a plan for your life. God has already fulfilled your life with purpose. He's already fulfilled your life with promise. He's already fulfilled your life with power. You don't have to figure it out. All you have to do is trust him and walk it out. You don't have to determine what comes next. All you have to do is be able to find the strength to ask God, show me your plan for my life. Show me what you need me to do and give me the strength to walk it out. Give me the power to trust your promise and your purpose for my life. He presents the plan. Miss Tanya, good morning to you. So glad to have you joining us on this morning. He presents the plan and the plan is very simple. The plan is simple. It is throughout the word of God. The word of God makes it clear. Trust in the Lord, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. With all of your heart, lean not to your own understanding. In all ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Did you see the plan? The plan is very simple. God, help me trust you when it doesn't make sense. Help me to lean on you when it doesn't come together. Help me to take you at your word and know already that even though I may not see it, I may not understand it, it might not make sense to me. There is a plan. There is a lesson. There is a promise. There's a purpose for it. Help me see it. Help me to understand. And even when I can't see it, teach me how to trust you until I get there. That's what we have to do. He presents the plan. 
But not only does he present the plan, look at the second thing that, that Paul says in this one verse. Not only does he present the plan, he participates in the process. I need somebody to hold on to the fact, and I'm going to say this just as openly and just as honestly as I can to somebody today. You are not alone. Let me say it one more time for the benefit of helping somebody. You are not alone. You are not by yourself. He is there with you. He's walking with you. Through those moments that you feel like you're all by yourself, just trust the process. He is actually participating in the process with you. He that have begun a good work. See, God is not the type of God that starts something and then walks off and leaves it hanging. No, God is not the type of God that starts something and then leaves you hanging with it. No, if he gives vision, he's already set provision for vision. May I say that again? If he has given vision, he has already, already, Dr. Keisha, good morning to you. He has already, already given provision for the vision. He is participating in the process. He knows all the highs. He knows all the lows. He knows all the ins, the outs, the good days, the bad. And the reality of it is he is right there with you, participating with you. I'm reminded of the story of the, of the footprints where the man had a dream that he walked with God. And all of a sudden, these two sets of footprints become one set of footprints. And this man says to God, you promised you'd never leave me. You'd never forsake me. But yet at this point in my life, I only see one set of footprints. And God had to speak to him and remind him, listen, those one set of footprints, this is my version. If you put your foot in that footprint, you will realize that that footprint is too big to be yours because those were the moments when it became too difficult. Those were the moments when it became too hard for you. And instead of walking, allowing you to walk through it, I picked you up and I carried you through it. So Stephanie, good morning to you. You've got to learn to hold on to the fact that he is right there with you through every piece of life, through all the rough spots, the rough sides of the mountain, he's right there with you. When those times you feel dejected and rejected, look at it and see it as God taking an opportunity for you to be projected. Mm, can I say that? I just talked to myself. Please let me say that again. In a moment that you felt like you have been rejected and dejected, that's God's moment for you to be projected. Think about it. Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? You're with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You are not alone. You are a masterpiece in the making when you understand that he is participating in your process. But then there's one more thing that I want to share with you today that I need you to hold on to in this one verse. He that have begun a good work in you will perform it, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He not only presents the plan and he not only participates in the process, but third and finally, he already has provided 
the progress. Hold on to the fact that God already knows the end at the beginning. Cousin Sabrina, good morning to you. So glad to have you joining me this morning. Think about it. He already knows the end at the beginning. God already knows your outcome. God already knows your future. God already knows your next move. God already knows what's going to come out of your next move. God already knows the, the abilities that you have to do what you need to do. He's already provided that for you. He's already provided progress for you. He is going to perform it. Look at this. Paul said he's going to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to perform it until life ends. Mm. So in other words, he starts with me at the beginning and he already knows the ending. He has already given us a snapshot of our future. Now, here's the thing about a snapshot. A snapshot is just that. It's a small shot. But if you will allow him, he will develop this small shot into a big picture. And the big picture becomes the masterpiece. You, beloved, are a masterpiece in the making. You, beloved, are a recipient of God's purpose, God's power, and God's progress. You are a recipient of the promises that God made over our lives from the beginning of time. And some of them will not come into fruition until the very end. But if he is providing the process, if he is providing the progress, I've got to learn how to trust him to allow my life to be the masterpiece in the making. He started something great in you. And because he has started something great in you, trust and hold on to the fact that because he started it, he is going to complete it. You may not know all the pieces. You may not have all the pieces together. You may not see it all at the beginning, but keep this in mind. He is the master artist. He has the paintbrush of life in, our, in his hand. The paint is actually the experiences of life that we endure. So with the paintbrush in his hand, he takes our life experiences and places them on the canvas of our lives. And he paints a picture that some folks are only seeing pieces of it as he begins the process of painting. But when it is over, may I tell you, you will be a masterpiece that others will want to spend time and treasure connecting and knowing. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for the masterpiece that you are creating in us, oh God. We thank you today for knowing, God, that you are just getting started in our lives. And because you're just getting started, God, we are so grateful to know that you have the ability to finish everything that you have started. Now, God, teach us how to trust you when we can't trace you. Teach us how to lean and depend on you and not on what we think, see, or feel. 
But above all, God, teach us to always acknowledge you as the master author, the master painter who is preparing a masterpiece out of our lives. Take us, mold us, shape us into your will, your way, according to your word. Now today, oh God, I pray for everyone who's joined me live. I pray for those who may watch a replay or perhaps even listen to podcasts. I speak nothing but your very best in blessings over their lives. And God, I ask you today to help us keep our focus on you. Help us to trust you. Help us to depend on you. Teach us, Heavenly Father to realize that our lives are in your hands. And as much as we want to try to develop a plan, we don't want to develop a plan that goes against your purpose for our lives. We thank you for it. We love you for it. And we speak blessings and favor over our lives according to your word. This is our prayer. We offer it now in Jesus name. We pray and we praise. Amen. Amen and amen. Listen, beloveds, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I pray today's word has been a blessing to you. I pray that it has really excited something in you. And I pray even the more that it has stirred the gifts in you today to realize that you are a masterpiece in the making. God has something special designed for your life. God has a purpose. He has a plan and he has promises uniquely designed with you in mind. Don't forget tonight at seven o'clock, we've got the second part of that very special edition of I'm saved and I'm struggling. The sisters edition, join us tonight, right here, right here at seven o'clock. Join us as once again, we connect with Dr. Keisha Spivey, First Lady Felicia Worthy, uh, Minister Trishonda Robertson and Miss Daria Nunnery. I'm telling you, it is going to be a conversation. Ladies and gentlemen would definitely want to tune in and listen to. Beloveds, as always, as we always say, have a marvelous, magnanimous, miraculous, but most of all, motivational week in the name of the Lord Jesus. And know as always, beloved, we love you all.